If I seem a little wired or high-strung or just plain off, don't worry. I'm not nuts. I just have a tendency to overthink every single thing that comes my way, ever. I suffer from what's known as SAD, or social anxiety disorder, sometimes called social phobia. Big deal. So do 15 million other people in America. Or at least they will at some point in their lives, according to the Anxiety and Depression Association of America. I'll spare you the psychobabble. Basically, a good number of my social interactions, both online and IRL, do bad, bad things to my nerves. So you can probably guess how I'm feeling right now, in the dining hall at Alexandria Preparatory Academy, less than two weeks after my boyfriend dumped me and the whole world remembered that I'm socially irrelevant, that I'm not even close to being the cool, collected girl I've been passing for over the last three months. My palms are so slippery that the tray I'm clutching like a religious offering may pop right out of my hands and fly across the room, trailing lunch behind it. I can hear the screams of laughter already. I close my eyes for a second and inhale through my nose. Go somewhere calming in your mind, my therapist Dr. Bechdel would say in her soothing voice. I picture the volcanic black and snowy white landscape of Vatnajökull Park in Iceland. Feel the icy wind, not another soul in sight. Exhale, then open my eyes. One thing at a time. I've been working with Dr. Bechdel on it for months. Sup, Anna? I hear at my three o'clock. I turn just in time to see Dylan Johnson whiz by me. Then, as Dylan passes, another word comes out of his mouth. The word I spent all of Christmas break dreading. The word I've heard six times already today. That I can't stand hearing anymore. Sorry, he says without looking. It's the first day back from winter break. The beginning of the end. Last semester of my high school career. It's an enviable position to be in, and you'd think that by now I'd have a million choices for where to sit in the prep dining hall. But I don't have a million choices. I'm not sure I have any choices. My old table, the one I sat at all of sophomore and junior years, is on the far left side of the dining hall. Nikki, Jethro, and Haven are yapping away, laughing and gesturing. Whatever they're talking about, I'd give my left ovary to be in on it. This is my mission now, to get back there. Someday, I'll convince them that I am not the biggest jerk in the history of prep. I have to believe that. Today, I'll settle for sitting anywhere that people won't say that word to me. And hopefully, where people won't even look in my direction. The plan is simple. Get to an empty table, take a few bites, get my blood sugar up, and show the world that I'm still here. That I'm down, but not out. I've run through this scene in my head. Play by play, shot for shot, all possible outcomes. Approximately 2.4 billion times since Christmas. But right now, bolting through the cafeteria is so tempting. Stick to the plan, Anna. The plan is the only friend you have left. I spot a table at the back. I can do this. Mr. Fortini, the P.E. teacher, gives me a crinkly-eyed smile as he walks by. Great, pitying looks from my teacher. At least he spared me an it-gets-better speech. 
The first table I pass on my way to my I am woman, hear me eat alone home on the other side of the dining hall is the table of the drama crew, also known as the Thesbos. Most of them are run-of-the-mill hipsters, but some are dolled up for whatever YouTube vlog they're hosting after school. After the Thesbos table is the future leaders of America table. They're the shiny-faced suck-ups in khakis and button-downs, always trying to get you to vote for them for student council. Despite the fact that we're less than 10 miles from D.C., school politics are dominated by people with an excess of optimism about the world. The good news today is that none of them seems to notice me.